Hour number two of Canuck Central here on a Friday. It's Dan Riccio and Satyar Shah. We're in the Kintech studio. Kintech Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider, supported by over 2,500 five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintech.net. It is Friday, so you know what that means. It is time for us to answer your questions for us here on Canuck Central. It's the mailbag. Ah, beautiful. Ah, mailbag music. Just, you know, we've been doing the mailbag music for so long, it just it feels like it gets you weekend ready. Now. Yeah, it does. You know? It's, like it's nice, and, nice and relaxing and smooth. We got Victor behind the boards. Yep. Victor, you're going to read the questions, too? I am. There's I no like Josh. It. I like it. The new Josh. N- new Josh today. New Josh. Victor. Some might say new and improved, but <laughs> I don't know who would say that. I mean, listen, I'm, I am, I'm not going to be the one to correct you right now. Poor Josh. <laughs> Victor, Victor is the only one within a, uh, uh, <laughs> within a stone's throw of me in the uh, 650 Fantasy Premier League pool. Oh, so. yeah. I, f- I like, haven't even updated in weeks. <laughs> and you're still doing better than Dom. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I think three of my guys are out, too, and starting. Yeah. All right. Let's All get right. through the questions. First question from Patrick. On the heels of dominant performances by Demko, Hughes, Pedersen, Miller, and Besser, is it time to re-examine Jim Benning's legacy in Vancouver? Uh, No. I think we're good, Patrick. <laughs> I, think we're good. I mean, like, he doesn't. Jim did some good things. You're right. I mean, every GM does some good things. I mean, Pedersen wouldn't be here without Jim. Yep. Because Quinn I mean, Hughes wouldn't be well, here I mean, with I mean, I mean, who knows? Right? But I'm just saying. Like, I, I know people are like, well, didn't he like Cody Glass? Sure. But he, listen, it's not like he got in their way and said, don't draft Pedersen, right? Yes. So at the end of the day, he was the GM. They drafted Pedersen. Drafted he rubber stamped it. I mean, okay, we talked about the core four players. Yeah. Who drafted or brought in the core four players? That would be one Jim Benning. Right. So, I mean, for that, he gets credit for, obviously, like we talked about before. Um, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we know we know where we listen. We know where where he did well, and we also know where he didn't do well. Yes. And after eight years, it wasn't really good enough. No. So like we move on. We don't need to re, we don't need to like. Doesn't need to be relitigated. No, it's fine. It's fine. Let's move on. We're we're all understanding of where <laughs> the uh, the positives and negatives came from in the conversation. Yeah, and, and we have to spend too much time on Jim. Like he catches so many strays. He does. Kind of text them box. Like right now, they're not strays, I guess, because it's, <laughs> it's the topic of conversation. But uh, Patrick's probably saying, you know, you guys just didn't have all the information. Jim was building a, a I, juggernaut. Listen, Patrick likes to troll. Yeah. I know Patrick. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> this one from Corbin. With all the talk around Garland and the other teams saying that he's a three million player, are we really going to eat two mil just to accommodate? No. They shouldn't um, at least, and I don't think they will. No, <laughs> and this is where the like, pickle comes. That's why, like, I'm, we're like, hey, you got to make the best of what you have, and the best of what you have is him being the play driver on the third line when everybody's healthy, and he can be a decent at that role. It's overpaid for that role, I get it, but I'd rather have that than yeah. you know eating two million and not getting anything in return and giving something else on. Like, come on, no. I feel like this question makes me feel like Michael Scott in the office. Like, no, dear God, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Like, why? And I, I would imagine the Canucks feel similarly about any team asking them to retain one and a half million dollars to facilitate a move for Connor Garland. Yeah. Like, uh, unless the situation becomes untenable, your only course of action here is to wait 
and hope that Garland's value comes up a little bit. Yep. And then you make the trade. Yep. That's pretty much it. Unless somebody gets desperate somewhere, right? They come yeah. calling, they have injuries, they need something or whatever, and, and, and the equation changes. But right now, you got to wait for that to happen. 100%. This one from Reese. Should the template slash expectations for Pod Colson be to become PDG? Hey, that would be a great player in my <laughs> eyes. I knew you were going to say that. Well, listen, and I'm not the career of PDG. Would I would mean it would be his like third franchise and being 29 <laughs> years old before he figured it out. Like, which, yeah. which, no, I, I hope he doesn't take that path. You hope uh, Pod Colson figures it out in his first organization. And when you draft a guy as high as Vancouver drafted Pod Colson. You want him to be more than, you know, maybe, you know, a 30-some point, you know, yeah. winger that can be good along the wall and everything. But you'll take that as, okay, at least somebody who can do it and he's somebody you develop. I'd like to see a bit more, but I think that's kind of the template of what he can do. But he does have a better shot. Yeah. And he has a bit more size. Like, there, there's a lot more there for put Coles in. Can he figure it out, though? And that's the big thing. Okay. I, I don't think... Um, so... This has always been sort of the feel with Pod Colson. Like, yeah, he could be a 10th overall pick, but also end up being a guy that doesn't score a ton of points. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't... Even if Pod Colson hits a ceiling, it doesn't necessarily mean he's a 70-point player every year. Right? He may never score as many goals as Cole Caulfield in this league, but I think what the Canucks were hoping for when they drafted him, when Jim Benning drafted Vasily Pod Colson... You were getting a two-way winger that can drive play. Yeah. And those guys don't necessarily grow on trees. No, and, and size as well. And yeah. can play physical. can be good along. Like, we just sat here and talked about how, like, you know, it's hard to find good defensemen, too, and righty defensemen. It's also really hard to find big physical players that, that are hard to move, that can win in different areas. That's why a guy like Sam Lafferty has yeah. value. Yeah. You know, he's a fourth liner, third liner, maybe big physical winger he's fast can play on the pk a little bit can win some draws like that's why he's worth a fifth round pick even though he's a one million dollar player you know like those guys are not easy to find at the lower level let alone a higher level next this one from tyler townsend why is it whenever we get new players that are here to help answer the crucial roster questions they immediately get hurt is it something with the training staff (laughs) it's almost like chelsea like literally, literally every player they've they've bought has gotten hurt within the first like month. I was thinking the same thing with United. Yeah, already down two left backs. <laughs> signed Reggion, injured. Injured already. Well, I mean, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has told everybody exactly what it is at Manchester United. The training facilities are crap. Yeah, they are old. Our roof has a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how. By like, the way, it's the same at Juventus too, where like every player that leaves is like, wow. Them. The training here at my new club is so much more advanced than what we were doing at Juventus. It's like, so if everybody is having the same kind of complaint, maybe it's just a thing that happens, right? Uh, Guys get injured. Uh, Professional sports. These things happen. Bluger, um, I think Bluger blocked a shot in the final preseason game, and that might be it. Susie, we know what happened with Susie. It was an unfortunate uh, entanglement there in that final preseason game as well. Things happen. What are you going to do? Uh, get them healthy and get them back in the lineup. And uh, I don't think it'll be too long for Susie. Hopefully not so long for Bluger, who is uh, told today uh, week to week for Teddy Bluger. He's already been out pretty much one week, so uh, we're uh, on the week to week time frame. Next, who leads Abbotsford in scoring this season? That's from Basketball Phil. 
Christian Willanen. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably Sheldon Dries, maybe. Yeah. He stays there. Which he might. Dries might be the first call-up, though. He well, might. Depends. Depends on the role, right? Yeah. Depends on, I mean, Oman's coming up, and you have Lafferty now. So I think with having Oman and Lafferty, now you have five. Now you're six centers deep, potentially. Right. So Dries doesn't become, he's not there to number seven. So I think he might play a ton. In. Dries isn't, like, necessarily the next man up. No, I don't think Canucks. he is. I don't, I don't, no, I don't think. I mean, he could. It depends on the role. It depends on what they're missing, right? Yeah. Um, I will say, like, the, the Canucks have some versatility now in their forward group because Suter can play wing as well, and he has a decent shot. So if they had to, somebody got hurt in the top six, he can move up. So it's not like they need somebody to come up unless they run through a bunch of their more skilled players yeah. to have the need for a dry type. I think if you are, uh, like, okay, so who do we think will lead the team in points? Who would be the best case? Like, who would be best for the Canucks? Or, like, you know, what would be promising for the Canucks? Which player? Most promising? Yeah. I- I'd say put Colson. Yeah. Pod Colson or Ratu, Ratu. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's just Ratu's game. I mean, he might, but I just think his game is, like, more balanced than to. I mean, he maybe he does at that level. I just think that, especially with what they want him to do and work on. I just don't know if he's going to be in the position to do all those things. Like even yeah. you know tonight he was more uh, in in Abbotsford playing more of a bottom six role yep. than playing you know a more featured role and matchup role that he's playing a little bit. So it depends on how he gets used. So that's kind of where I'm. I, I think it would be pretty cool, and that'd be very promising yeah. if he stays say there for most of the season and just explodes offensively. He scored a goal tonight from yeah. the bumper spot on the power play. We'll see. And I know somebody texted and he's playing. He's not playing center. No. Okay. Like they want him to develop as a winger. They want him to like develop and just think about doing the same thing repeatedly and trying him to play center or trying him to do something else is counterintuitive. Yeah. They're working on him to be a good winger. That's what they're working on. Uh, other names like I- I'm curious to see if I mean after the summer and after um, you know Klimovich didn't really show much at all. Uh, in the prospects camp, even um, I think it, for him, you want to see him score a bunch because that's kind of what his profile is. If he's going to make it to the NHL, he's got to be a scorer. And then can Aiden McDonough and Linus Carlson, as two older guys, both 23, like can they be goal scorers? I think is is a question uh, for for those two players as as they start out this season in Abbotsford. Unsigned text here. So this person's a big fan of Ferrosi. I think this kid is going to be a star. Does it look like he's on the team for the year now? No, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Tough. I wouldn't go that far. With um, probably with, you know, the the situation that's come about where Hughes and Hironic. Yeah. Looks like Tockets and, and Adam Foote are more open to trying them as a pair. That probably hurts Hirose's chances because now Susie gets bumped down once he's healthy, and um, now you have your third. You have your three left shot defensemen sort of all set up yeah. with Hughes, Cole, and Susie, and um, then Hirose like. He's got to play, so you send yeah. him back down to Abbotsford as soon as everybody's healthy, I would imagine. No, and, and listen, I, I like Hirose a yep. lot, and uh, I think that he could have a lot of success in the NHL, and I liked even how he played, generally speaking, in the first game against Edmonton. But it's, it's one of those things where he still needs time, right? And I was even an advocate of starting him, and same thing with McCord. Let them go play a bunch of games, right? Let them work on getting 
NHL bodies and everything and getting some more experience, then bring them in and, and see what they can do. And I, I still think the Canucks, like I mentioned before the season, they're still trying to add to the blue line, whether yeah. that's with a Garland trade, which is very hard to do, mm-hmm. or other avenues. So uh, I just don't think he has a he has a pathway potentially. I just don't think it's going to happen where he stays here all year. So I was a goalie in hockey, so this one's particularly interesting to me. How was the vomit in mask situation handled? New foam? New mask? Burned with fire? All right, Vic. Did you ever vomit in your mask? I did not. Okay. I've never vomited in a mask before. No? No. I've never vomited on the ice before. No. I haven't vomited at a sporting event, I don't think. Actually, no, no, I did once. I had a concussion of football and vomited on sidelines. Ah. I remember that. That wasn't fun. That's not good. It was on the sidelines, though. That is not fun at all. No. Um, I don't know exactly. Maybe this is a question we'll have to ask Woodley uh, for the particulars on what happened with the vomited mask. I would imagine uh, there is some deep cleaning that's been going on for Thatcher Demko uh, before tomorrow night's game because uh, tough to get the vomit smell out, you know? Like anybody that's uh, been in that situation. Not that I've done that or anything. (laughs) Never? No. I, uh, <laughs> I I may have in a uh, in a friend's car many 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 eons oh ago. Oh my! It's the worst. I had a buddy do that in my car once. <laughs> it was horrible. The scent. It's just. It's kind of like the Seinfeld episode. You it know? takes a while. Like you, know, you can get a detailed. Like it, 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 it's it's not gone. And like it's 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 a nightmare. It's tough. It's very tough. Thank you, Gabby, for that question. Uh, this one from Kieran. Worst jerseys in the NHL. Worst jerseys. Oh man, worst jerseys in the NHL. I, uh... to be honest, I don't love the Jets jerseys. Look at me, the Jets hater. <laughs> but like, <laughs> how do you hate the Jets jerseys? I don't hate. I mean, I mean, I like their old jerseys. I don't like the, the new ones. Kind of like, eh, whatever. So I, I hated it, but I was like, fine, whatever. <laughs> That's such a weird take. Why? You got to pick one jersey. Who else is it going to be? I don't know. The Islanders. There's like so many other jerseys to choose from. Yeah, I don't know the Jets jerseys. Like it's it's too like stylized. So easy one for me is Arizona. I hate the uh, Kachina jersey. Okay. Arizona might be you know maybe up there. Um, Arizona is definitely a bad. Oh, one. I don't know the Ducks either. The either the Ducks. The Ducks jersey? I don't mind the black, but like the white and yeah, it's, it's just not, to me, it's not an appealing yeah, jersey. Yeah, the Ducks like need to go back to OG, Yeah. Mighty Ducks jerseys. Have some color, have some style. Cannot wait for them to go about and do that. Um, what's the other team that I was thinking of? <sighs> love the Kings jerseys. I, I, love is maybe a strong word, but... There's that, uh, oh, the Devil's third jersey is really ugly, too. Like the black where it just says Devil's through the middle, or jersey. Yeah, I think it says third jersey, right? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't love that one either. Those baby, those powder blue uh, Florida jerseys last year, awful. Yeah, no, they're all right. I like those. Oh, come on. They were cool. Hey, I, liked, I, I like color. Add, add a little flavor. It's good. It represented Florida. Worst they're jersey colorful. of all time, maybe the mustard yellow Nashville jersey. Yeah, those are pretty bad. My vote was going to be the mustard yellow Golden Knights. Mustard oh, yellow yeah. Golden Knights. I don't ah, like their jersey. Yeah, San Jose sucks is what somebody texted in. Also, the bear jersey that Boston used to wear. The yellow yeah, one. Yeah, the yellow, yellow the bear. The weird yellow yeah. one. 
Duncan's. Anything mustard yellow. Even that Canada jersey that was like mustard yellow. Oh, yeah. Awful. How do you screw up a Canada jersey? It's simple. I know. Don't mess with it. Duncan says Minnesota's pretty conservative. Eh, Minnesota's not. It's, it's fine. I don't mind the green. I like I like like the ember, like the forest green. It's a uh, nice color. I'm a, I'm a basic person. You know, I like my regular potato chips. So I do quite like some of the basic original six jerseys. Oh, the original six are the OGs. Like even just the Red Wings. Oh, I didn't like the Red Wings jersey when I was a kid, but I love them now. Well, even the Rangers jersey. They're just so simple, so clean. Yeah, the Rangers jersey. I, I'm a big fan. I like blue. I'm not, I, I don't have I a favorite color, I also like, color, I don't I like, like the Liberty jerseys. jersey. I like the varsity, like, yeah. original Rangers yeah. jersey. Like, I, I I think the Vancouver jerseys look... I love the color scheme the Canucks have. Green and blue. Yeah. Like, I love that color scheme. I think it pops. Mm-hmm. You know, we can talk about the logo and everything, but even that I don't mind. I think or- orcas represent, you know, the Pacific coast. But... Um, I, I think it's one thing, like, as much as we all love the skate jersey to a certain extent, if it became permanent, we would love it a lot less. Yeah, we would. I think it's perfect the way it is. Use yeah. it, like, five or six times a year. Have them for special occasions. Yeah. You know, you can reminisce about them and be nostalgic and be great. Fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't want them to be regulars either. Oh, I like Edmonton's the, I like... third jersey is so bad, yeah, too. Yeah, that one's that bad, That one too. just pat, popped yeah. into my head. That one's bad, too. <sighs> Calgary has messed up their basic jerseys a few times. Remember that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> they have a few weird things. The the, the bull? They brought back the bull. Yeah, not a fan of the bull. No? It looks like an AHL jersey. <laughs> Uh, just shots fired. Uh, Justin in East Van. Who is the greatest fictional sports figure of all time? Oh, Steeman Willie Beeman. <laughs> Victor has no idea. No, before my time. <laughs> How do you not know Steeman Willie Beeman? Any given Sunday? No, I, no, I haven't seen that. Okay, no you might you might want to watch that. It's pretty good. Um, I don't know how it holds up. I don't know. You know what? For me, it's like the football movie, not the best, but like it was just like you know when I was. Have you seen the Al Pacino speech? No. Oh, wow. my God. Fight for inches? No, I haven't heard that. Oh, my goodness. You fight for that inch. <laughs> you got to watch it, man. Uh, you got to look at the guy next to you. Yeah. Oh, big fan of Steeman Willie Beeman. Um, I mean, the Rocky series has so many great characters. Yes. It's hard to pick one. Drago. And not yeah, just like Drago Rocky. Uh, like Mickey was great. Yeah. Uh, Apollo was great. Paulie was great. Yeah, Paulie was great. So many good ones in Rocky. Yeah, Rocky was fantastic. I, mean, I so love Pauly. Yeah, Pauly was incredible. <laughs> oh. Pauly Panino, huh? I, I love it. Pauly Panino, huh? Basketball Phil, Jesus Shuttlesworth. That's a good one, too. Although, it's just like his, his acting. I mean, it's Ray Allen, right? He's a basketball player. Yeah. I mean, he, did, he, did, he did the best he could do, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that movie, though. He got a game. Great movie. That's Daniel like LaRusso. Karate Kid. It's a sports movie. No love for Air Bud? (laughs) Find me a better multi-sport athlete. No, you're right. Honestly, here we go. I concede. Uh, ESPN has a list on this. Of course they do. Because ESPN has a list for everything. Um, I think they determined Benny the Jet Rodriguez as the greatest fictional sports character of all time. Really? No, I'm wrong. It was okay. Rocky. Rocky? It was my I thought so. It'd be Rocky. <laughs> no, I was wrong. Never mind. And I was incorrect. You only get the right facts on this show. Uh, Rocky beat out Dottie Hinson in uh, A League of Their Own. Also a fantastic film. All right. Okay. There's no crying in baseball. That's really good, yeah. 
Last question here. This is from Chef Swagger from Hell's Kitchen, Taylor's version. Christmas is ten and a half weeks away, FML. How long until you start your Christmas shopping? Oh, I'm I'm notorious for like Bro. very last minute. Very last minute. I and couldn't believe at the store today Christmas decorations were out. I was at the grocery store the other day. There's eggnog already out. Oh wow. What are we doing? <laughs> we're you there, know? Reach. We're there. Like it's, it's October already, man. Chad in the dairy department. <laughs> we gotta have a talk, man. <laughs> and this is a little too soon, Chad. <laughs> this is way too soon. It's here, man. Like ten weeks is not that much. Before you know it, you're gonna be stressing over what to get everybody for Christmas. Yeah. Gift cards, baby. Yeah. I don't know. Call me a terrible gifter. I know I am. I'm going gift card. I only have the mental capacity to think of a, a quality gift so often, you know? So it's very difficult. I need my wife to basically spell it out for me what she wants, you know? You got to be very clear. We'll, we'll do a day at the mall, and I'll I'll pay attention and see what she's well, looking at. That's what you got to do. So what I've done now <laughs> is, like, when we go out, and, like, I, I, like, have mental notes. But mental notes are not good enough because, like, you'll forget. You so I'll act put it like you're paying, not paying attention, but you kind of are. Kind of are, and then yeah. you write it down. So I have a list of things. So I, listen. The one, Sad keeps a list. This <laughs> is great. I have, like, a few things now. So I'm like, all right, so I can, like, so I know when I can go and get them. And so I'm like, okay, okay I know exactly what I can get her, and I know exactly what she likes. And, like, she's the one that matters. Like, yeah. you know, I, I get stuff from my parents, too. But I'm not trying to say I don't care what I get from my parents. But, I mean, uh, the stakes are low. Yeah. Like, the stakes are high. Parents are going to love whatever you get them. You get you get your parents a bad gift, they'll be like, yeah, whatever. It's yeah. fine. I mean, like, with friends or whatever, like, the stakes are very low. Yeah. But with your partner, the stakes are very high. Yes. So that's the one you got to get right. And that's what I do. And I make sure now I have, like, something in mind. I know what I'm going to get. So I just wait to get it. Mm -hmm. I just hope I'm not scrambling, like, on the 22nd running down to... <laughs> Pacific Center trying to get it. What I've learned uh, for, for any uh, that are struggling with this. And and you got to know your partner. Yes, of course. I would hope so. But you can never go wrong with jewelry. It's something <laughs> I have uh, I have learned through many years. Yeah, but what type of jewelry? Because, like, jewelry can, jewelry can get expensive. You can't get, like, you know. Yeah. I mean, you could. You could. But you should. It doesn't go over very, very well. Yeah, so it's like, how much are you looking to spend on a car? You're, you're not getting gold-plated earrings. So No. <laughs> well, listen, you might have to spend a few hundred. Yeah. No doubt. But once you get into the, that range, you're talking about, like, do you want to get something that's kind of nice, but you know it's the cheapest of the nice? Yes. So it's like, you got me something nice, but you also got, like, <laughs> this thing, the thing that was, like, yeah. you know, not 4000 Yes. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. Maybe I'll ask Chad in the dairy department for some advice on this. Not a bad one. Oh, we got this. This is a really good one. Chris and Lions Bay, Hanson Brothers. Oh yeah, that's really good. Although really good. I'd say Denny Lemieux, way better. Oh, than Danny Lemieux's a classic, absolute <laughs> legend. Crash Davis, Crypto Cow, that's a good one too. Crash Davis is great. That's a very good one. Man, sports movies. <laughs> Panhandler in Coquitlam, Bo Callahan. <laughs> <laughs> And it's fictional. Like people say Billy Bean and everything. No, fictional characters. Fictional character. Billy Bean, not a fictional character. No. Uh, it's Dan Richo, Satyar Shah. Always uh, love getting in the mailbag. Uh, we'll get to some mailbag overflow. We'll get you set up for the weekend next on Canuck Central.